Hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in to listen Chica's 10th podcast episode. This topic is going to be about getting comfortable with difficult conversations. Mind that notification. Sorry, I should have turned off my phone. Um, so today I'm really excited to speak about this topic because I feel like this is something that for myself was really hard to accept when I was younger. And I think it's worked in my favor as I've gotten older. It's saved me a lot of time, a lot of negative emotions. Um, and I'll explain why as I get to it. But first, I'm going to start off kind of how this started for me growing up, how I really wasn't that type of person that wanted to get into hard conversations or accept um, hard truths. And the reason being, if anyone can guess, was that when I was younger, I was a huge people pleaser. I genuinely struggled with me wanting to either express how I felt or hearing someone else express how they felt negative about me because I would take it very personally. I would feel like I was being attacked emotionally when someone would express something as simple as in something, you know, maybe I should have worked on at the time, which this dynamic could only last for so long because I think life itself has its ways of throwing us curveballs and accepting the truth in a hard way. And I think I also struggle in the fact that I'm a pretty stubborn person. So sometimes, you know, when something used to, well, I I think I still struggle with it today, but before it was just much more difficult when I was trying to be a people pleaser because I didn't even want to accept what I was doing wrong myself because I started taking it very personally. I think like my pride would just feel like super attacked in those situations, like my fight or flight would just go crazy. And so definitely as I got older and I started getting more closer to God, I think that was a, a huge wake up call emotionally and spiritually and um, the reason being emotionally is because I think that I had to realize that at a young age there was just a lot of emotions that I didn't properly know how to manage or handle and I always thought that the best way would be to get the acceptance or applause from everyone around me except for myself. The beauty of Finding something to believe in and finding something that gives you hope is that you start recognizing that the only person you should be seeking acceptance from is either by A, who you believe in, which in my case was God, and also starting to find that within myself in a healthy way, not in a prideful way, but in a way that I started to realize that, yeah, I'm going to have flaws. There are going to be things that I'm not going to do correctly, but that's what makes me human and I'm still going to love myself no matter what. And so that journey definitely set me off for where I am today and how I really try to have these hard conversations, whether it is with like family or whether it is with friends, because I think that having difficult conversations, whether it's something that we try putting aside because we don't want to like accept certain truths can only lead to resentment later. And I've learned that the hard way. So like, I'm going to be breaking this down into three key points that have helped me and I really hope they help you if you feel like you struggle with wanting to either get into a difficult conversation with someone. And when I say difficult or hard conversations, let me elaborate. What I mean is that let's say, you know, someone that you are friends with, there's this tension, this negative tension that no one really wants to bring up or no one really wants to talk about and it's just kind of put to the side and ignored and then over time you know 
it seems like everything's okay but then it seems like everything kind of just explodes because there had been this resentment built up over time and I'm sure you can resonate with this for different circumstances in your life but for me I've noticed them mainly with like my family my friends and then my relationships how things are expressed and communicated and I am a huge advocate on things being communicated the moment that they they're felt. I do not believe in waiting things or talking about things later. And what I mean by later is in like the future and just ignoring it and putting it on the side cuz I think we all have valid emotions and I think we all have valid like I said valid emotions that need to be expressed because if they're not expressed, they can turn into uglier emotions that could cause even more harm than they did before. So, for the first point, I'm going to start talking about um The importance of finding people who you can trust and have the right intentions in mind. I had done a podcast episode on, you know, who to look for as friend-wise, community-wise, because I think it's really important because the people that you end up surrounding yourself with, I genuinely believe that you end up somehow getting certain characteristics of the people you're around. Therefore, I also think that if certain people have good intentions in mind and you see that over time and you see that with their actions, I'm one of those people that I... If I see that within someone, I trust their judgment. And when I trust their judgment, it's easier for me to listen and accept what they're saying, whether that's about themselves or whether that's about me. Because when you trust someone's judgment and intentions, you believe that they have the right idea in mind. And as I said, this has a big part to do with you know how you express your emotions because let's just say that you have a friend and I'm going to use the reference of a friend only because I think family dynamics friend dynamics relationship dynamics are all different but at the same time I genuinely believe that the way you do one of them is the way you do all of them eventually and so let's say you have a friend that doesn't have the right intentions for you they might have a little bit of a sense of envy towards you and they might just have that form of jealousy and I I genuinely believe that this is common around among women I really believe around women when it comes to friendships a lot of the times it's hard to find someone who genuinely has the right intentions for you I don't fully blame women for it only because I do also believe that we live in a society where we're constantly being told to compare ourselves to other women that might be where it comes from So back to what I was saying, let's say you have this friend that has those types of emotions for you and you realize that when you're happy or something's exciting, they don't seem to reciprocate that. Let's say that you get advice from them. They tell you to go about a certain situation a way that genuinely stems from and they might not even know it. They might just be doing it subconsciously that it stems from that form of jealousy or envy. And I'm just using these as examples because I feel like I've experienced them myself And I know that it's important to realize that you can't be having conversations with people and it not go anywhere. Having these hard conversations with people about what needs to be fixed in the relationship or the friendship, having these conversations to realize, okay, this is something that's happening right now that's affecting us. So let's talk about it. Let's resolve it. So then in the future, it's not something that becomes a problem. And when you pick people that make you feel like what you're saying is incorrect all the time, and when you find people that make you feel like maybe what you're feeling isn't valid, you're going to start believing that yourself. And then you're going to start convincing yourself that maybe your emotions and your feelings aren't valid and you should just keep them to yourself. And that's not the life 
that I want to live. And I surely hope that's not the life that you want to live. So that's the biggest one. I'm going to start it off with that. Making sure that at least the people you're getting the advice from are people that genuinely have good intentions for you. The second one, speak your feelings when you feel them because they can and will cause resentment. As I said before, I struggled with this wholeheartedly because I didn't like expressing how I felt because within my own mind, I somehow convinced myself that my feelings or emotions were either too much, they were too strong, or they just weren't valid. No one made me feel that way. And I think the outside factor of having friends that probably didn't really care about that and didn't really pay attention to that struggle that I had didn't help me either way. So that's why I also add the part about the friends and the people that are around you. But eventually, I needed to realize that I have to speak about things when I don't want to at times because I know the effects it has later. And that's the thing. You have to be able to do things in your life and you have to live a life that makes it seem as if you're looking out for your future self. So then in the future, you say, I think past Brenda. I think Brenda from January something in 2017. I think Brenda from this time. And that's the life that makes things easier for you. You make things easier for you when you start thinking this way. When you start realizing that in this moment, you're not going to let your emotions take a hold of you. You're going to express them and you're going to make them known. And like I said, I feel like these conversations are easier said than none because when you're talking about things that make you uncomfortable and the truth, the truth hurts, (laughs) especially for someone that that's like me, that sometimes I can be stubborn sometimes I don't want to hear the truth, you know, like sometimes maybe I do want things to get more intense in order for me to accept the truth. But no, I have to get myself back into reality and realize that I want to thank my future self. Therefore, I need to express myself in a clear manner. And also realizing that you need to Take note of how you feel because I think feelings can be so powerful and they really can drive you to say things you don't want to say. So if you are someone that struggles with articulating your words, I would write them down. I know this sounds cheesy. I know it doesn't sound like ideal. You know, if you don't like writing, you can type it. (laughs) Just put them down somewhere where you can see them, where they're real life. Because I feel like in our head a lot of the times, so much is going on that Maybe our thoughts might not be our actions or they might not be thinking what we really want to think. So write them down, put them in paper and see them for yourself. Once you do that, ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? What is the reason I'm feeling this way? Don't be afraid to ask why. And when you come up with an answer, that's usually the way to elaborate on how you feel and go from there. As far as from receiving the hard truth from the other end... (laughs) Sometimes we don't want to accept the way we're being. And when someone kind of expresses it and we don't want to accept it, it's like I almost feel like I said, I it gets to a point where I get like my fight or flight senses on and I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm being emotionally attacked. And I think I've noticed this much more in um, relationships, the relationships that I've been. I've learned that I want to hear what I need to work on. I think in every area possible, there is always going to be room to grow. And that takes time and that takes effort. But the way you do that is even acknowledging that there's something that needs to be worked on. And sometimes, like I said, paying attention to people that you trust their judgment, if they are people that have good intentions in mind, 
I would want to accept the hard truth that they might see in me that I don't see in myself in order for me to want to work on it for myself, not just for the other person, but also for myself. So expressing your feelings when you feel them. That's the second one. The third one is having these conversations with yourself, aka journaling. (laughs) I have always been an advocate for journaling because I think journaling is the best way to have a conversation with yourself. And maybe having a conversation with yourself is maybe sometimes the way I do it, which is when I'm driving and I just start talking to myself or I'm in my room and I start talking to myself. And I don't know if that just has to do with the fact that I'm an only child, but I know I'm not the only one. And so I think it's important to have these conversations about with yourself because I think everything starts with us. And I think it's really important to look at what you need to work on sometimes and maybe, you know, not always taking advice from other people and not always listening for external advice because at the end of the day, everyone has a bias. Everyone goes by what they feel, which is good to an extent, but it's also good to set a foundation for yourself and understand what you believe in, what you stand by, and making sure you're holding yourself accountable to it. Making sure that you understand that you want to look for your purpose in life. You want to look for the things that are going to move you and drive you. And how you're going to get there means that there are going to be a lot of conversations that you're going to have with yourself that you're not going to want to have. And I apply this to absolutely everything. And when I say conversations, yes, that can mean journaling, which, as I said, I am an advocate for to write down your feelings when you feel them and write down your goals and write down the things that you want to achieve in the future so you don't forget them. But I also think it applies to everything because even if it's not a prayer, even if it's not journaling, even if it's not literally talking to yourself, I think it can also be trying to advance whether that is in some physical goals that you might have or some career goals that you might have that you have to realize that you're going to be your worst enemy in a lot of the things that you want to accomplish because a lot of the times we do limit ourselves on the things we're capable of doing and it's when the things get hard in all those aspects of life that we have to recognize that if we want to get better at something or advance in something we have to convince ourselves that we can do it we have to convince ourselves that it's gonna be hard that we're gonna mess up that we're gonna fail and I think it goes just hand in hand with also accepting failure and for me I do struggle with failing at certain things because sometimes when I feel like I failed in something I somehow feel like I become the failure and I can't be associating myself with failure when I make a mistake or when I fail in something because at the end of the day, I do genuinely believe that people advance the most when they don't let failure stop them. And I think I could have probably advanced in so many areas of my life if I didn't keep telling myself that, man, maybe it wasn't meant to be because I failed or I messed up. It's like we almost want to have like a pity party with ourselves and we want to think that it was our fault because we weren't able to achieve it. And sometimes I actually feel comfort in that as oddly as that sounds. And I need to get off of that real quick because there is a life to live. We wake up every single day with the opportunity to change something new. And I think when we start living with that perspective, things really do start changing for us because you start finding an intention for every single day, every single decision and every single conversation. And I am so thankful that you guys 
were able to listen to this podcast episode. Thank you if you were able to make it um, to the end of this. And if you guys have any suggestions or any questions for me, you guys can DM me on my Instagram, on my Listen Chica, or on my regular account, my Brendita Baby account. Um, But as I said, I wish you guys all the best and thank you for tuning in.